Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 18 of Transformers Armada. It is trust. This episode was written by... Then <laughs> the last time on Transformers Armada, Megatron conned Starscream into giving up the Star Saber, and Scavenger turned out to be a spy, I guess. And in this episode, Carlos can't find anything but milk. Yep, it's breakfast time. I guess the kids live here now, and their parents have no more questions about that. And uh, <laughs> they're going to go check on Hotshot, who's been training with Scavenger lately. Before we get there. I have a serious problem with this. Carlos opens the fridge and goes, oh, there's nothing but milk, when there are clearly other jars and cartons <laughs> in that fridge. But no tools anymore. And he says, I guess I'll get my vitamins. And then he starts talking to them, and Rad grabs the milk and starts to pour it in a cereal, which is right beside Carlos's seat with a fucking bowl of cereal. So what else were you looking... What were you going to put in your mel- on your cereal, Carlos? Orange juice? Water? <laughs> what? The, like, why weren't you looking for milk? Fuck you, Carlos. Uh... I used to, we had a guy in our hall at at, uh, university, he was um, allergic to milk, not lactose intolerant, just severely allergic to milk. So he would just put cereal in a bowl and just eat it dry with a spoon. Like That I can get behind. Pick it up with your fingers then if it's not going to get anyway. (laughs) Yeah, one of my, I don't do it often anymore, but if I get like really stoned and watch a bad movie, I love a box of Lucky Charms. Just eat that shit like popcorn. But (laughs) but what, he, he was looking for a liquid. I'm, I can't get over this one. It's going to piss me off to the end of this episode. You better <laughs> well, take over they, for a second. Uh, they leave their breakfast just sitting there on the table. They're going to go see Hotshot training with Scavenger, and they go to what I thought looked like the freezer room in Metal Gear Solid where you fight Vulcan Raven. Like, that's the only time in that game you use the Claymore Mines, at least that I ever did. But yet, there's nothing going on in the room, but they hear someone snoring. Yeah, it sounds like a bear. And they find scavenger just sprawled out on a bunch of crates snoring and like wait do do transformers sleep and snore do they yeah, breathe like, do they does have he the, have a deviated septum i was about to say do they have the parts inside your head that are the reason why people snore but uh yeah he's he's there and he's he's out like a light and we get our opening Here's the thing with the milk, is that he had already poured the cereal, right? So he was obviously looking for milk. Why would the writer... Anyway, um, when we come back, there's a bit of a flashback that, yeah, Hotshot is... He's showing Scavenger. He's basically acting like a three-year-old going, watch me punch real hard. And then he's like punching the air and Scavenger falls asleep on him. Yeah, but it looks like Scavenger nods and Hotshot's like, oh, does that mean you think I did good? And I just wanted Scavenger to wake up and say, you did well, stupid. Superman does good. You did well. But now he's still asleep. (laughs) And why also, why is Hotshot like so eager to impress Scavenger now? Because Scavenger's been nothing but a dick to him. He's his instructor. Uh, He keeps going on. Anyway, the kids show up and uh, they're like hey wake him up but the uh, hotshot won't and then carlos he's just he doesn't trust scavenger and he walks off angry yep what with him having been a decepticon until very recently and now with red alert and smokescreen smokescreen doesn't understand why optimus trusts scavenger and even if he did give them information about the sky boom shield he calls it i guess that's what the 
yellow minicons form when you get all three of them. Okay. But the, yeah, red alert's like, oh, just give him a chance. And Carlos overhears this whole exchange and he's like, oh, I'm not the only one that doubts him. We go up to the moon. Uh, St- and <laughs> St- I don't think they intended it to be this funny, but Starscream says, hey, you know what I think? I think Scavenger left and he allied with the Autobots and he's given them all our secrets. And Megatron says, shut up. And then <laughs> yes. Sideways says, you know what I think? I think that he was a spy and now he's working with the Autobots and he's given, us all, given them all our secrets. And Megatron goes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like he literally said the exact, well, different words, but the exact same thing. And he agrees with him. But yeah, Sideways wants to give Scavenger a little fucking surprise the next time they bump into each other. And Megatron's like, yes, bring me his head. And Starscream volunteers to do it. But then Megatron just clobbers him one and tells him to keep quiet. <laughs> uh, so back with uh, Rad and Carlos, they go to Optimus and say, hey, why do you trust Scavenger? Because he's it's not just that we don't know who he is, really. He has been helping the Decepticons. It doesn't make sense that he would have given them the Minicons if he was on our side. And Optimus says, there's a reasonable explanation. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> Everybody go to bed. But yeah, the (laughs) the kids have questions, but then the alarm goes off and the Autobots run into the room and they're all set to go. But wait, where's Scavenger? Yeah, he shows up. Oh, okay. Here's another question about Scavenger. Actually, no, I got another question about the milk. (laughs) Because like I said, there were other cartons in there. So if he was looking for something else, it was right in front of him. But then why would he have poured the cereal in the first place? Anyway, uh, Scavenger walks up and his whole... I get that he was being a spy the last, like, when we first met him, but his entire personality is different now. He's a lazy bum. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, oh, what's all the noise? Oh, we, we got to go somewhere. Oh, all right, I'll come along. But then Smokescreen's like, I don't think you have what it takes to be an Autobot warrior. And Scavenger's like, all right, I'll just stay here then. <laughs> I did kind of like that. Oh, fuck you. Cool. Uh, but Optimus is like, no, no, you have to come. And uh, the kids can't come because it's too dangerous. And red alert, you stay with them. And whoosh, they're gone. Yeah, he says it's too dangerous because the Decepticons have the Star Saber. Now it's going to be a rough fight. It'd be funny if like the Autobots get the thing back from Megatron in every fight from now on. But they keep giving it back to Megatron. So they have an excuse to leave the kids behind. <laughs> no, man, take the fucking thing. We can leave. Behind. Please. Yeah. You're doing me a favor. You're doing me a favor. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, they warp into it's like another snowy location um and as soon as the autobots warp in the decepticons are above them on a ridge looking down yep megatron's already here and he sees they brought the traitor with them and both sides start talking shit and scavenger yawn some more and then megatron gets the star saber out and optimus forms super thing power links he power links with his container paul i googled it it's a power links, but it's not spelled dorky like L-I-N-K-S. It's L-I-N-X. <laughs> but yeah, both sides get into it and Cyclonus links with Screwhead or Crumplezone, I guess his name is. That's what he calls it. Crumplezone, yeah. 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 But uh, and Scavenger, again, he just does like the Ninja Master dodge everything <laughs> bit with the smallest possible hey, whoa, movement. Whoa. Whoa, 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 and then whoa, whoa, whoa. gets Cyclonus in the old half Nelson. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, so Cyclonus flies away, then Scavenger power links and has like basically HAL 9000 in his hip. <laughs> and it's just this, this lens. And he then shoots a giant beam out of it and blasts Cyclonus. Yeah. It, I think they missed an opportunity here for Scavenger with his mini cons. Wouldn't it have been cool if he linked with 
five Minicons, all of them construction things, and then that would be Devastator, huh? But yeah, he just fires this thing and it calls it his dozer cannon. Yeah, I, I agree, Paul. It would have been a great idea. There's one problem. You're expecting a great idea from this show. <laughs> But yeah, meanwhile, Megatron, he's just a pawn Optimus with the sword swings, but Optimus keeps backing up, and from a distance, Hotshot can see that Optimus is backing towards a cliff, but Starscream has him, like, keeping him from running to help Optimus. Yeah, they're all, he, um, Hotshot and Starscream and then uh, Smokescreen and Demolisher are doing that, you know, wrestling thing where we interlock hands and... Yeah. And uh, all, <laughs> Smokescreen and Hotshot are like, uh, where's Scavenger? Commercial break. <laughs> and when we come back, the kids are watching Megatron and Optimus, presumably from Laserbeak. So, so much for them using Laserbeak to watch Scavenger. They mentioned that before. I don't think we did, though. But yeah, Megatron has Optimus at the edge of the cliff now, and Hotshot Shot calls for Scavenger, but he's nowhere to be seen. And then in the Optimus HQ on screen, uh, Alexis is like, hey, Red Alert, like pan over there, zoom in, you know, <laughs> zoom, zoom in, in enhance. enhance. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this looks so stupid. They zoom in on this rock and then Scavenger just pops his head like Boop, over and looks around. <laughs> did, did you ever see that meme of the cat with the sniper rifle behind the snow? Like, let's see how you like the red dot. It reminded me of that picture. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, then all the kids are like, oh, wow, well, wait, he's hiding behind Optimus. He's going to attack Optimus. Oh, we can't trust him. Uh, don't you think so, Red Alert? And Red Alert just doesn't do shit. No, he doesn't even look at them. He just stands there watching the screen. And back with Optimus, Megatron brings the sword up to just cleave him in half, but then Optimus transforms back to regular robot mode, this was and cool. his container just slams into Megatron. And as Megatron gets bowled over, Optimus grabs him and basically goes into a mid-air hip throw, Yeah, launches Megatron into this ravine, or crevasse, whatever, and starts to fall with him. But then Scavenger, who is a tread-laying piece of construction equipment with his bulldozer blade or shovel, whatever it is, down, comes zooming through the snow at high speed and ramps off of nothing towards Optimus and Megatron. Yeah, it worked in speed. I guess it works for Scavenger. But uh, then we go back to the base and Red Alert talks for 87 minutes about what great warriors and friend op friends Optimus and Scavenger are. Oh boy. But yeah, Alexis points out, oh, I thought, you know, Scavenger and Optimus were once enemies and Red Alert's like, yeah, they were and they fought against each other and meanwhile, it's showing scenes of them fighting side by side and back to back. <laughs> no, you're saying it wrong, Paul. You're saying it wrong. What he says is they were both great warriors. Then they realized they could work together. Then they became best friends. <laughs> now they train together. They are both great warriors. I have oh, a down. They realized that working together, they could get more done or some stupid fucking line. <laughs> it's so stupid. But yeah, Red Alert says the reason Scavenger gave Megatron the Minicon last time was to gain access to the Decepticon base. Wasn't he already in there before and learn all kinds of top secret uh, shit? Yes, yeah, he already had that. <laughs> he, he had the access. Yeah, giving them that last Minicon didn't gain him anything. Anyway, we go back to the present and sideways, or the present, to the fight and sideways uh, is pulling Megatron up out of the crev crevasse. Yeah, get yourself a motorcycle and some chains and hook it up to a tank. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Drive vertically up a wall. Uh, whatever, they're Transformers. They, they, nothing matters in this show. Uh, up on top, though, everybody's, the Autobots are... You know, applauding themselves for winning, and the Decepticons are licking their wounds when <laughs> sideways, like, ramps out of the crevasse. Mm. Yay! 
taking Megatron with him. It's like and, the cover of Bat of the Hell. Flying <laughs> straight up. <laughs> um, and then uh, Megatron wielding the Star Sabers comes right down at Scavenger. Yeah, but then Optimus blasts him with the magic rainbow fireball again, whatever we're going to call that thing. You had a name for it before. I've been calling it the Rainbow Atomic Hadouken. Atomic Hadouken. <laughs> But yeah, Optimus and Megatron want to go another few rounds, but Sideways just zooms in and transforms and tells Megatron they can't win this one at this point, so Megatron orders a retreat. And then Smokescreen apologizes to Scavenger for his doubts, which were 100% valid (laughs) and justified. And Hotshot's sorry too, but Scavenger's getting bored talking about things in the past, like Hakuna Matata kind of shit, and let's find that minicon. Do you, you remember that? That's why we're here, the minicon? <laughs> yeah, so they, they go back so, to Optimus HQ, now. and the kids are watching Hotshot punch the air again while Scavenger sleeps, and I just shit my pants, I'm so bored. Never mind why Optimus and Red Alert didn't just explain what they knew about Scavenger. It's been established that the Autobots in this show are very much a need-to-know basis kind of group. But Scavenger and Optimus go way back, do they? And once upon a time they were enemies, but then they realized they work better as a team? Well, of course they work better as a team. Literally anything is easier when the guy that was trying to kill you stops trying to kill you and joins your side. And it's fine, he joined the Autobots. Maybe he saw that the Autobot cause was worth his skills or something and signed up. But they didn't say that, not in the English version of this show. Do you ever read the Transformers Wiki? If you listen to this show, you probably do. But John and I try to use it sparingly just for character names, writers, voice actors, that kind of thing. Well, if you look up an Armada episode on there, there's an entire section for the differences between the English and Japanese version of episodes. And in the Japanese version of this one, that's exactly the reason he joined the Autobots in this episode, not before. Their cause was more worthy in his eyes. It's a lot better than the convoluted fucktangle of a backstory they gave him in the English version. Oh, he fought Prime, then he joined Prime, then he disappeared, then he's back, then he pretended to be a deception. And here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Epicus Podcast Show. Trust, Paul, what did you think of this bowl of lies? Uh, I did not like this one. No. Did not like this one at all. It was just silly, really. It was like... I don't know. Did not care for it. You know what? It was classic. It was classic Rio Motohira nonsense. Yes. In, in classic, I hate to say it, David K. Optimus insert second part of the name. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What was the point? Like, okay, obviously. Why do Optimus- they always write David K.'s Optimus like this? You know, it's not him. It's nothing against the actor. But not David K. Sorry, uh, uh, David. What's the guy who plays Optimus? Um, not David K. David K's Megatron. Um, oh, Gary, Gary Chalk. Gary Chalk. Yes. Although it'd be funny if Gary Chalk was like just an. I know. I know he's not because I've seen the man talk. But if he was just like an idiot who they wrote great lines and he came in and go, <laughs> no, Optimus wouldn't tell anybody anything. <laughs> Although that's kind of what happened. Here's my question: What the hell was the point of the plan? Because it feels like the mini. Well, obviously the minicon was secondary in this plot, but it feels like Optimus didn't care about the minicon and just said to scavenger hey go hide and make everybody think you're a bad guy and then come out and save my ass at the last minute yeah like, you know what would have been i think so- red alert even has a line somewhere like oh because actions speak louder than words well yeah that's true but you could easily have just saying he's on our side don't worry about it coming from red alert the kids would be like oh okay i guess it's fine then you know red alert would not lie about something like that he, he strikes me as that kind of guy if he, if he says something you know it's true absolutely but even like Scavenger, okay, when Megatron was swinging at Optimus with the sword, Scavenger just could have run up and given him a drop kick. Boom. Yes. You're conv- you've convinced everybody. And then grabbed the Star Saber from him. Yes, this whole, like, and, hide and, across the canyon like, and, like... The timing uh, involved with that. 
<laughs> oh, I know. And the convenience, and they just knew that Megatron was going to push Optimus to that cliff. It's like a <laughs> trick that they've used before, like which they could have mentioned. Yeah, let's use the one we pulled back on something, something, a planet yeah, back in this was the day. Bad. You yeah. know what? I'm going to give a cop out here, or, or I'm going to give some leeway to Rio Motohira. I'm going to assume that he's only 50% responsible for the nonsense. Like, <laughs> it is his script and story. Yes. But the translations and dubbing can yeah. only make it worse. Something is being lost in translation. So he's only half as bad as Michael Ryan. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to meet one of these writers someday somehow, and they'll be like, oh, you're the fucker from Defendus. <laughs> I remember you. Um, what's the next episode? Uh, is uh, The next episode is Vacation, and we're, we're probably going to record it in person because I'll be on vacation hey. in Nova Scotia. Yes, you will be home. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay, there's the bit. Um, if you want to go on to the Some Sons of Vacation, Twitter, I'm at John Sobey, Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Meatloaf with, then tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I'm not the only one that doubts him.